You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Uh, let's uh, finish the show talking about a very interesting nugget I saw um, on Heavy.com. We're waiting to see if the Knicks will be able to reach a contract extension with six-man Emmanuel quickly. According to one exec, there could be a team out there that could show interest in the combo guard in a trade. So according to Sean Devaney of Heavy.com, one league executive told him that he believes that Toronto Raptors could be a logical fit for IQ after the departure of their guard, uh, Fred Van Lee. He also says the Knicks could be a good fit for Raptors' impending free agent, OG Ananubi. So the exec says, quote, there have been plenty, there have been pretty, they've been pretty quiet in Toronto, and there is a still a feeling that they're going to make another move here after what happened with Fred. Maybe they will stick with what they have. Roster is missing a lot. Um, he also adds, uh, I think there are a lot of questions for teams who are not sure uh what uh, I'm not sure they want to pay a man quickly what he wants. And of course, we've heard nine figures be discussed potentially for Emmanuel quickly as he gets ready for potential free agency if the Knicks do not come to an agreement on an extension uh, by the end of October. Uh, could you see Emmanuel quickly getting traded in the deal for OG on Like, do you see this as a potential, uh, you know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine deal potentially for the Raptors and Knicks where maybe they make this kind of move? I mean, it makes sense in a certain respect. I just can – what happens with Grimes and RJ? You know, like one of those mm-hmm. guys is going to have to go to the bench. I, I don't think Barrett's going to go to the bench. Um, I would just, you know, I, I like IQ, um, you know, would, would hate to give up on him. But that being said, um, we saw what happened with Obi Toppin. Obviously, completely different situation in terms of production and, and role with the right. team, et cetera. But if you're not going to sign a guy to an extension, trade him before you can get nothing in return from him. Um, we've true. seen that uh, not only with the Knicks, we saw with the Wizards with Rui Hachimura, we saw with the Pacers with Chris Duarte. Um, if you wait too long, um, you get very little in return. So if the Knicks aren't convinced, um, they know what uh, you know. They, they they know what IQ wants. If they if they feel they're not willing to pay that amount, um, then they really have to explore other opportunities. Um, Again, that being said, um, it, 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 there is some sense to be made. You know, I, you could make the argument that that it would could benefit both teams. Um, the Raptors are in trouble going into a season. You know, they w- didn't make the playoffs last year. Now they're downgrading yep. from Fred VanVleet to Dennis Schroeder. Um, that's tough to convince your fan base that you're trending in the right direction and that we're going to have a big bounce back. Um, so if I was the Raptors, I'd love to get my hands on IQ, um, roll him out there, um, you know, have a combo of him and Schroeder. Um, you know, it's kind of a, a little veteran presence there and, you know, a little bit of a safety net, uh, should IQ not live up to the standards that, you know, that you're hoping. Um, but, uh, I would love to get my hands on IQ. I don't, you know, obviously they value on Anobi, you know, quite a bit. Um, so it's really difficult to see how this whole thing would play out. I mean, is there a deal somewhere, maybe a three team trade where the Knicks give up RJ mm-hmm. and IQ and get back on it. They don't have to give up any picks in that scenario. Uh, Maybe they get a pick back or two from another team or, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff there um, that could make sense. And obviously, as we've talked about, there's the Canadian connection, RJ Barrett playing for team, you know, playing for team Canada, Um, you know, Toronto native. Um, There would definitely be some, I would think some interest on their end. um, If they could get both of those guys, um, is that too much for the Knicks to give up? 
Um, so some some interesting discussions there. I'll admit I hadn't thought about um, you know IQ winding up there, but yeah. uh, I hadn't really thought about it. On, uh, you know, I hadn't thought about it. Uh, I had only thought about it prior to the Raptors losing Fred VanVleet. Um, so it does add, add an interesting little wrinkle there. Yeah, I thought I thought the Fred VanVleet kind of domino in this executive that talked talk to Sean, kind of linking that to maybe there's a home for IQ there, I thought was very interesting. It's not something I consider because, as you mentioned, the Raptors are in trouble. I mean, they really don't have a point guard really on the roster besides uh, Schroeder and Malachi Flynn. Those are the only two guys. I mean, I guess Scotty Barnes can kind of – he can play point guard, point forward or whatever, but they only have two point guards on the roster. One guy is kind of a dreaming. Um, I, I've, I've always kind of liked Malachi friend. I, I, yeah. I guess he's not done enough to start consistently. Maybe they see him as only a backup. He's never really been given that opportunity. Of course, he is, he's been playing behind Fred Van Vliet, who's a good guard. But uh, but you would think that they definitely could use some depth, and, and they probably need a real starter. Like, I don't think Schroeder's a real starter, at least not on the team uh, right. of the Raptors' talent. And I, it seems like they don't think Flynn is a starter. So, from their end, I, I would agree with this executive. I, I could see IQ being yeah. the fit there. Yeah. The, the question for the Knicks would be, again, if you're talking about IQ being the centerpiece of a trade that would bring Anunoby here, I would have major questions about where do the Knicks go from there with right. Anunoby that still has RJ Barrett on the team, still has Grimes, still has Josh Hart. That, I think, would be the biggest thing because are you getting, are you going to slide OG into the starting lineup? And if you do, that means, again, one of, of Grimes or Barrett has to go to the bench. I would assume that would be Grimes. Yeah, but right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that'd be the best fit, honestly, because I think right. that that's a kind of a slow, blocky kind of lineup out there. If you're running the, RJ with Anunoby. The best fit is Brandon. probably RJ being commanding that second unit and, and coming man. up with it. Six man. I don't think he'd accept it. You know, there's I just a, would, there's, yeah. I think he would revolt. <laughs> he was given that kind of role. The other thing is, you could put you could play OG at the four a lot. You know, obviously they don't have a true backup four, so it's not like those. You know, it's not like you know RJ could still see the same amount of minutes he was coming off the bench. But it just again, there's the optics of it and the pride and the ego and all that stuff involved um, that makes it uh, a difficult situation. Now you know me. I've I've I have not been one of the big guys super high on OG on Nubia as a Nick. But what I will say is I almost feel like watching Aaron Gordon in the finals, maybe yeah. kind of like understand why OG on is the kind of player that could help it seem like that. Because uh, Aaron Gordon was just completely instrumental to the, the Denver Nuggets winning a championship. Uh, his defense on Kevin Durant in the semifinal series, his defense on LeBron and AD in the conference finals. And then, of course, uh, his defense on Jimmy Butler in the NBA Finals to go along with all the other things he does. He's a very good passer. He's a great cutter. Obviously, he's an elite finisher. He's a he's a you know a wrecking ball around the basket. There were some series, some games against the Lakers and the and the uh, and the Heat where he just seemed like bulldozed his way to quick ten points in the first quarter. That's the kind of stuff that OG Anubi is capable of. So that kind of player, I can see why Nick say this is a guy that that could impact winning they'd have to figure out though how the fit matches with everybody else and that's i think the question mark because i mean we keep talking about every other player but to me the elf in the room is still julius Randle. like to me yeah. like he still because we have to live in a world where there's no way where he ever gets moved like it inconveniences everybody else and look 
maybe it should because he's averaging 20 and five and he's an all NBA player. But when you don't get the level of production you're supposed to in the playoffs, it makes you feel like, what is this all for? Like, why am I get potentially getting rid of IQ and RJ for a player that I know could help me win. But in theory, he really should probably just take Julius Randle's spot at the four. And we find a way to kind of maneuver the roster around that. But we don't live in that world because this is a world where Randall has to be on the team. And it's important to note um, that if you the reason for trading IQ is you're worried about paying him. OG's right. doing big contract that you, you assume you trade well. for an extension um, or, you know, resign him when he becomes a free agent with his bird rights. Um, you're going to commit major money, you know, 25, 30 million a year um, in that neighborhood for OG. Uh, that's what he's going to be looking for. And that's what other teams are going to be willing to pay him. Um, you know, when an elite three and D wing, I'm higher on OG than you are. Um, I yeah. think he'd be, I think he'd be a great fit uh, in New York, um, but it's clunky if you don't, if RJ is not part of the deal. Um, and again, you, 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 it's a lot of it's dependent. You know, we, we heard about the Paul George, you know, the Knicks put, yeah. you know, putting their toe in the water and then kind of experiment, you know, just reaching out, seeing what they would ask for. And then the Clippers asked for a lot in return. They said, okay, you know, we'll see about it. And then they heard Paul George, not only, you know, you, yeah. we're going to have to give up this and then give you a you know, hundred million dollars, you know, extension. Um, and they were just like, no, thank you. You know, we'll pass. So they, that could be another situation with OG too. They, you know, back channels um, learn that they're just not comfortable with that second contract. Well, I know one thing, the, the Knicks certainly have access to those back channels now that OG Anubi is a client of CAA, yes. <laughs> formerly led by Knicks president uh, Leon Rose. And, and how about the fact that the Knicks team president was at Joel Embiid's wedding and Jalen Brunson's wedding? Like, I, I'm sorry, that matters. Like, that type of stuff, yeah. like, that's, that, that, that's, that's notable. I mean, like... I can almost... I can almost guarantee you there was probably no other team yes. president besides Daryl Morey that was at Joel Embiid's wedding other than Leon Rose. Like, that's not a normal thing where you're just inviting guys. And again, it's not like, oh, he played. I know, of course, Leon was his agent, but like, it's not like, oh, I played for Leon right. Rose. He drafted me. You know, it's not like right. bringing in Sam Hinkie, who maybe that's the way I don't know if he was or wasn't. But like, you know, it's not like oh, I'm bringing Sam Hinkie because he got me in the league. Like, this is a guy who worked for another team, still in the NBA. Yep. And you're saying, hey, I, I know there's all these rumors and there's all this smoke, but I don't care. I'm still gonna yeah. have Leon Rose there at my wedding. Yeah, I, I, I just see that, and and that stuff matters. I think it, I think in many ways that stuff matters way more than I think the average fan knows when it comes to these connections with. CAA. It's the reason why the Knicks continue to get CAA guys. Knicks have been long been a haven for CAA talent. You know, even going back to the you know Glenn Grunwald days, where they had a whole roster that seemed to be fully CAA. Mike Woodson, head coach, he was a CAA client. Those ties are deep, and I, I think that that is going to be a factor. It's why you're going to continue to keep hearing OG's name get mentioned. And I think also to kind of put a bow on it. That also is going to be interesting because you talk about the contract extension, your trade with OG Anobi. I think there's also got to be some reckoning where not only is he saying, hey, make sure this contract extension is, is signed and ready to go. Also, you got to carve out the minutes that I want yeah. in, the, in the the role yes. I want. He's not going to yeah. just go to a team, say, all right, oh, you guys want me to play 20 minutes off the bench, play the, the OB, OB Toppin role? All right, sure, I, I don't care. Like, no, he's going to be like, I'm not doing that. Like, if I'm going to come here and I'm going to sign, I want this kind of money. I want this kind of role. Like any guy that's coming, uh, you know, it's not a free agent deal, but it's almost like a free agent deal. They're coming yeah. in with some kind of expectation. So if that happens, 
I can't imagine again. It, it, it's going to inconvenience him. Like I mentioned, Randall inconvenience everybody else. I don't think OG will be inconvenienced. He will get whatever he wants. It's some of these other guys on the team that will either be traded or sent to the bench, and and that of course always comes with a, a mix of, of of chemistry issues. I I'll be honest. I don't know how much I love. I mean, again, I've not been the biggest fan of trading for OG on you know, be given the prices I've heard that. The IQ, the IQ swap kind of makes it weird for me. Like, I, I almost – you'd almost be able to convince me more that you trade RJ or Grimes one of these guys for him than IQ because yeah. IQ is so versatile. Yeah. Um, he He's a guy that can step in if Jalen Brunson is ever hurt for any considerable amount of time. I mean, this guy averaged 21 points the last, like, 25 games of the season. Like, he he's a, a guy who's starter caliber. So, if you lose that, you know, you bump deuce up to starting point guard. I mean, it's your backup point guard. Use a lot if you have any point in time where you got to play just uh, ride extended my minutes, whether it be, you know, a game with Bronson that's foul trouble or, again, a game where he's hurt and, or you got to rest and you got to start Deuce. Like, that's a big drop-off from IQ to Deuce McBride. Yeah, I wonder if the if Malachi Flynn would come back to New York in, in that mm. you know? Yeah, because that would make sense, too. The Knicks would almost need to acquire free agency, you know, see who's floating around out there. You know, they, you would need a backup point guard, you would say. You wouldn't want to go into a season with no true backup point guard, backup four, and a backup, and, and Deuce McBride. And, and I love Deuce, but, you know, to enter a season with championship aspirations with Deuce McBride as a backup.